you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hands off to Jonathan Taylor. Big run. 35-40. 45-50. A lot of room. Touchdown, Taylor. Scrapes off a block, and he's in there. Touchdown, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor hit, but he bounces into the end zone. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. Here's a draw to Jonathan Taylor. Huge run. Absolutely outstanding. <laughs> hey, welcome to Good Morning Football live in New York City. It's a Tuesday, wrapping up the month of August. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Grant, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Peter, give your surface a little scooch there. Okay. What's going on on your shirt? This is Kenny Washington. Kenny about- Washington was the first African-American player to ever sign a contract in the NFL. He went to UCLA. He was then member of the Los Angeles Rams. 1946 and 1949, he played. When we went to L.A. for the Super Bowl, a bunch of local designers cool. put together their own designs for shirts, and I was able to go and shop at that store, and I picked up a Kenny Washington nice. shirt, and I felt like today. And the back is like go. his card? We've got his yeah. card. We've got his resume. Kenny great. Washington. So Abraham NFL. Lincoln High School in Los Angeles, there we go. 6237. It's a great Jackie shirt. Jackie Robinson and Kenny Washington were teammates in the 19... 19- 59 undefeated team. I love it. Okay. Cool. And I heard that uh, Michael Jordan stole his logo, too. Exactly. That's the thing. There so is. we have litigation. Let's uh, get he had settled. two knee surgeries mm-hmm. before he ever stepped foot on the NFL. Still at the league in rushing. That was in 1946. So, Kenny Washington, mm-hmm. we see you. I feel like football's here. Let's I love go. It. So, go. So he's a running back? Running Injuries back. to running back still were happening it in happens. the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Pay that man. Uh, right? <laughs> pay Kenny Washington. Come on. You've got to pay Kenny Washington. Um, uh, an absolute pleasure this morning to be joined. Joined uh, live uh, from Ian Rappaport. Oh, the sheet! Yeah, uh, she got the latest from around the league. Uh, specifically, Ian teams have to get their rosters down to 53 guys by 4 p.m. Eastern today. It's kind of a tough stretch in the NFL after preseason ends. What's the latest? Yeah, always a little bit of reality hitting today. Used to be on a Saturday. Now it's on a Tuesday. 4 p.m. is the deadline today for teams to get down. From 90 players to 53 players, so if you do the math, and I certainly didn't, that is 1,000 players or so uh, released today, many of whom will never play football again. Others will go on 16-man practice squads. There's also a series of other transactions, including who's going to be on the non-football injury list. Uh, Hendon Hooker was one example yesterday from the Detroit Lions. He will start there. Who is going to begin on the PUP list? Kyler Murray, the Arizona Cardinals quarterback. He is going to start there. Caleb Farley from the Tennessee Titans, another one. And then it is simply allowing teams to get their roster set. It is a big day. It's not a fun day, but it's a consequential day. And I would say what it also does is a lot of times we see trades. And as teams begin to whittle down the roster to figure out what they are missing, kind of the final touches of what they're going to bring into the season. And that is why all eyes are on Jonathan Taylor today. The Colts star running back who has been in the news 
for more than a month now, of course, requested a trade, then received permission to seek a trade. I'm told there are at least two teams still interested with offers to the Indianapolis Colts and Miami Dolphins. Is one of those teams, they have been long rumored to be a potential landing spot for Jonathan Taylor. Time will tell if general manager Chris Ballard pulls the trigger on this trade for me. Just from what I know about the situation, hard to imagine Taylor returning to the Colts and playing for them, although I guess theoretically anything is possible. Either way, today should be the long-awaited conclusion of the Jonathan Taylor saga. Okay. Rap sheet, good to know. It's why we started our show with the Jonathan Taylor montage. Still kind of odd to see him running around in a Colts uniform, which is crazy with the production he's had with the Indianapolis Colts in the start of his career. Ian, thank you. We'll keep you um, on standby in case something happens in the next couple of hours Mm. for us. So there's real interest out there, as Ian just said. The Miami Dolphins could go all in and try to trade for Jonathan Taylor. Of course, the Dolphins were in on potentially signing Dalvin Cook, who is uh, grew up in the backyard of the Miami Dolphins. So clearly they are in need of a running back. Is Taylor the right fit? I haven't been as close to this story as others because I'm trying to track it from afar. And I'll tell you that when Ian says there's a second team, that's when my ears perk up. Mm -hmm. Like, we know the Dolphins, but then there's a second team. So I almost want to take Ian, put his feet to the fire and be like, who's that team? But there's a strategy for these teams to not be known because if it doesn't happen, then it's, well, we could have had this guy. The Dolphins have been mentioned for Dalvin Cook. They've been sitting there. They did not go for the Dalvin Cook trade. But in the past, They were also the team long rumored for Tyreek Hill, and they did swing and get him, Mm. and Bradley Chubb, and they did swing and get them. I I think this puts the Dolphins in a lot better position tomorrow than they are today if they Mm -hmm. add Jonathan Taylor to their offense. Mm. And they actually have the salary cap room to do it. Question is, what does Taylor want in this new contract that he's going to ask for if he gets traded? I've heard anything from 13 to 15 million dollars a year. Now, McCaffrey makes about 16. That's the standard. McCaffrey was traded for a second-round pick and a collection of picks last year. Is that what it's going to take? Do you put Jonathan Taylor in that Christian McCaffrey conversation? Because I'll tell you this. 49ers were solid last year. They got Christian McCaffrey. They basically didn't lose a game from that point on until the NFC Championship game. Does Jonathan Taylor put the Dolphins over the hump? I think he does. Look right now at their salary cap situation. It doesn't cripple them, and they can do it. They can afford it. So who am I to say... Yeah, it's not my money and it's not my salary cap. And Chris Greer's a GM who's very disciplined in what he pays and who he pays. And they've walked away from Dalvin Cook already mm-hmm. this summer. But I don't know. If you're looking at the AFC East right now and you're looking at the Jets and you're looking at the Bills and you know the Patriots are going to be better, does this not put you right at the front of the line and mm-hmm. say, well, we're adding the best running backs in football? Mm-hmm. If I'm the Dolphins and I'm not, mm-hmm. I say go for it. I yeah. also am here for the content. And if Tuesday's a deadline and Ian's saying that there's a better chance he's traded than he stays – why not go to Miami? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a little apprehensive on it. When you say the words go all in for Jonathan Taylor, and to your point, however many picks you're trading, whatever contract you're getting, I look at this Miami Dolphins team, and the key is Tua staying healthy. And beyond that, last year Mike McDaniel was ranked 31st in rushing attempts. He wasn't even handing the ball off to know whether there was a strong running game with Mostard and Jeff Wilson. And then you go even further back, and you look at his time in San Francisco. He was the run game specialist. He was the offensive coordinator and each year he was there there was a different guy that led them in rushing and then in 19 and 21 they ended up in a Super Bowl one year in their conference championship 
and they had a ton of success with different guys running the ball. It didn't take just one guy to come in and carry the entire load for them. So I look at a Mike McDaniel-led offense, I think it's less about making sure a guy like Jonathan Taylor who's there, but don't get me wrong, Jonathan Taylor is an absolute stud, the type of superstar you would want on your team. If you can get him at the right price, okay, but when you say the words go all in, Mm -hmm. that to me is a little terrifying because I look at them, they went all in for Tyreek Hill. You have Jalen Waddle there. You have guys that Tua can spread the ball around and get the rock to and be able to have a good offense. Last year, they were one of the best offenses in the NFL with Tua in there at quarterback. So that's the only thing I'm looking at, and it's nothing against Jonathan Taylor. I think he's I, one of the best running backs. Can we look at that full screen again of all those? Bring it up. I think yeah. that's a good look when you get Carlos Hyde and you get all Yeah, those that's really interesting. I look at that, and that's a, that, those are all Shanahan teams, right? When they got McCaffrey, though, their offense yes. blew off the lid. No, so would right you say that's the counter to that? Or no? They didn't win a Super Bowl. Like you're saying they got mm. McCaffrey and that year. And they had, in, as far as they In 19, they were in the Super Bowl in that game. with Most of ran for 500 yards in a, against the Packers. I a very that. good chance to win that game. No, the counter like is if, if he does that well with Elijah Mitchell, who I like, what if he had had Derrick Henry or Christian McCaffrey or Jonathan Taylor? Maybe it's like even be even better than that. So that's the idea. That's the all, and that's the tempting. It's like, wow, he did great having oatmeal, but what if we made him some waffles? Like this, you know what I'm saying? Like there's Sounds the chance. Good on paper. But that's Jason's point. They won games despite that. He yeah, they were in, not won games. They were in the Super Bowl yes. in the conference championship game. Yeah. But maybe they get the ones. Who knows? It's yeah. a ceiling question. I think it's a, it's a tough one, and it's. Right now is like screw it season. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We played our preseason games. We got a like, certain amount of days till the opener. Screw it. Let's just go out and buy something. Yeah. Let's buy something because look at the locker room. Look at the group. Look at the tape that we put on preseason. Do we got a team? Like can we win the AFC? We can do it with this group. I don't know. Then let's go get something. And you go get Jonathan Taylor and you bring him in and it's a splash and you ride him and maybe it doesn't work out or maybe his ankle isn't great or maybe he falls off and two years from now you're saying, well, that was a huge mistake. I don't know. You took a shot. I I always come back to those Rams teams that just said, we're going to try it. We're going to bring in everybody and it may not work out. It's going to be a risk. But we had a parade, and it won, and it did work out. And then afterwards, now the Rams aren't that good, and they're kind of recircling the wagons and everything. I, it's just really hard this time of year to say, I don't know if it would be prudent to bring in Jonathan Taylor financially. I don't know. Don't lose your first game by three touchdowns. Run the ball. I, I just think the Dolphins are one of those teams that, like, I don't know, they finish 9-8 and eight this year and get in the wild card and lose again. It's like, yeah. are you happy? You could have had 11 wins maybe if you brought in a better player. I, it's very difficult to get me personally this time of year especially to be like, I don't know. I think we'll go with what we got. I, I would do it. And um, to the question of, like, is he special or is he just like, it's a running back, it's another guy. I, I brought up a stat last year, last week that if you look at guys to start their career, just yards per carry, he is looking down on Eric Dickerson, on Barry Sanders, on Emmett Smith. Like, it is a special, special thing that he has done with some offenses that were not exactly cooking. You give them McDaniel ingenuity, I think it would work. I would do it. I really would. And why not? What the hell? You're the Dolphins. Go try to win a few playoff games. I've won a playoff game since 2000. Let's change it up a little bit. Shake the cage, you yeah, know? It's true. You hear the second team, and I try to work my way around the country, and I, like, kind of flicker my eyes out west and then I come full circle and I I hate to be the damper here but I come back to Indianapolis and I'm if I were Shane Steichen I would be I'd be mad 
I'd be really mad as to how this was handled. You go out and you ask me to draft a rookie quarterback who is inexperienced yet raw and has a huge upside, you hope. But you do so. You take this job, you would think, on the predication that you have a star running back. And then this thing totally unfolds well after Shane Steichen gets hired. I mean, you have to imagine, is he in his office, like, bound and gagged? Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, what? I can't imagine what Steichen's feeling. And you were watching the preseason game, too, Jason. Thursday, you were talking on Friday. Like, you're you're watching that Richardson offense, and it looks exciting at points. We're like, mm-hmm. can you imagine chunking mm-hmm. the Taylor? Mm-hmm. So, Jamie, to your point, it's 100% right. He wants $15 million. Mm-hmm. But that's not even the issue. It's it's what happened in the last four weeks that soured the relationship. It's not even a long-term deal for me at this point. It's like doing addressing the thing, the elephant in the room, is that you're, that Jim Irsay came out and just said odd things to dampen a relationship with a player, your, one of your star players in a locker room, where you have 52 other guys that, you know, have to, you want to respect your boss and work for him. What would it be like to be in a locker room like that? I think whenever it comes to contract stuff, at the end of the day, Schrager may be doing his contract when NFL Network all – when my contract comes up, it's me and you talking. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you may look at that and be like, dang, that's messed up what they did to JT. Mm-hmm. And then they come with you and they're like, all right, uh, here's the number <laughs> that we want to pay. No, you. I'm it's a man like, of principle. Damn, man, JT's going to ball in Miami, but I'm going to have to stay right here in India and get my money. Yeah. So I think that's the part of it where I'm not going to not do a contract because they didn't do one with my teammate. You understand the business side of it. But the Dolphins are... If you're going to go all in on JT, Dalvin Cook was right there. He was right in Miami. I'm not saying those guys are the same player, different points in their career, different price tags as well. Why not go and go get Dalvin Cook? Why wait and now give a ton more to get Jonathan Taylor? That's the only thing for me. Who do you think the mystery team is? I I really went out west. might might not know, but like when he says there's another team Mm -hmm. that's having talks. Now, Stephen Holder, who's great at ESPN, uh, came out and said six teams – uh, we're in the talks. Two of them have been like very much in the talks, and the mm-hmm. Dolphins are one of them. So mm-hmm. there's another one. Mm. Peter, what's the, the Broncos running uh, backs? Eagles have 50 running backs. Broncos is interesting. Yeah. They don't, uh, you know, they obviously have Javante Williams. They yeah. have Samaje Pirine, who they, they added. Yeah. Um, the Broncos also, interestingly, as we talk about the Broncos, every team's making cuts. The Broncos have not made a single cut yet. They're going to cut 30 players at once mm. today. And it's mm. like, that's, that's just a different approach to it. Mm. So Broncos are interesting. Eagles are interesting. Colts are interesting. Yeah. I mean, right. <laughs> Colts, right. my original take is that he's lined up in the Colts' backfield. Week. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, you're ushering out this very green quarterback. Don't you want him there yes. just yes. to protect Richardson? Yes. It's also weird with the ownership because the, he speaks so much and like there's so much money going around. It's like you don't want to pay Jonathan Taylor, but you'll spend a half million bucks on John Bottom's bass drum like <laughs> for your collection. Like Maybe we pay the running back and bring him in. It's a strange <laughs> dynamic there. See, why not? I don't know. It's, it's expensive. I get it. He's a running back. got Ringo Starr's drumstick. All right. Jonathan Taylor. Stevie Nicks mic stand is in my museum here, but no running back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Back is Pickett over the middle. The pass is caught. That is Pickens. A sidestepping a man and getting into the end zone for a Pittsburgh Steelers touchdown. Pickens made the miss and Pickett fired his strike. Shotgun snap. 
Here's Kenny throwing it to the end zone. Fire loop right down the middle for a Pittsburgh touchdown. The big tight end from Penn State just went right down the hash mark, and Kenny hit it perfectly. Throwing down the near sideline for Pickens. Catches it inside the five-yard line. What a play by George Pickens, and what a pass by Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett might have won the preseason. That was our comment yesterday after throwing yep. for all those touchdown passes and playing three different games, and there's a lot of buzz and hype and excitement about him. Then again, you have to temper expectations. Mm -hmm. It is the preseason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Time for We In, We Out. It's okay. by Progressive Insurance. Here's how it works. I say a statement. My three co-hosts will tell me whether they agree or disagree. You at home can play as well. Is everybody ready? <laughs> I'm ready. ready. All right. Let's go. When asked about playing his starters in the preseason, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin dropped an all-time Tomlinism. Apparently, it comes from Bill Parcells. Take a listen to what Tomlin said about playing your starters in the preseason. I don't really need validation. I just think it's difficult to box without sparring. And, and so, you know, preseason, the opportunity for us to spar and sharpen our sword for the battle. <laughs> I don't look to box without Art sparring. Of war. All right. Tomlin. Steelers' first team offense got plenty of action, and they were amazing. They were yeah. doing it against second and third team defenses. Yet, still, look at this. Pick it. Awesome. Meanwhile, coaches like Sean McVay and Brandon Staley and Zach Taylor, they don't play their starters over the preseason. They keep them on ice and say, we'll just wait for the regular season. Here is the statement. Mike Tomlin's Steelers, after this amazing preseason performance, mm -hmm. gives you reason to believe that they will be the most improved team in the AFC. Mm -hmm. Are we in? Are we out? They were pretty good last year, Jason. Hey, I, I've, I've loved watching the Steelers throughout the preseason. The pickings, the pickets, and practice, and games has all been a ton of fun. Most improved, though, to your point, they won nine games last year. They just missed the playoffs. Did they win two more games this year, and they're in the playoffs. They possibly win the division, whatever happens. I'm going with the Houston Texans as oh, an opportunity mm. to be the most improved AFC team. Three wins a season ago. You go out there, you bring in Will Anderson Jr., you bring in C.J. Stroud. You get Tank Dell on that team as well. You bring in a guy like Robert Woods, a veteran to help lead the room. I think this is a team, they may double their win total. It may only be six, but to <laughs> me, that is much more improved than winning a few more games. Mm. A Pittsburgh Steelers team that was good last year, and Kenny Pickett started to take off at the end of the year, has some comeback wins in the fourth quarter. So I think this Houston Texans team, the organization's been in turmoil for the last few years. I think at the end of this season, we may look at them and be like, all right, they're pointing in the right direction. They're going upward and are actually winning a few games. I'm going with the Houston right. Texans, You're the out. most improved AFC team. I am out. I like it. I'm I'm out as well. Okay. Nine and eight's a really good record. Seven and ten, I think, in football is like the most controversial record ever because it could either be like a smiley face seven and ten or it can be a disappointing seven and ten. For mm. some teams, seven and ten would be a warm welcome. It'd be like a hug for the mm. season. Um, I go with a team that was 7-10 and 10 last year, and I think they're going to be better. I go with the Jets. Okay. I'm going with the Jets. I mm. think Aaron Rodgers, uh, no matter how great Pickett, Pickens, I don't care how many Tomlinisms we get, the Aaron Rodgers effect on the New York Jets, I think, will amplify them more so than anything that happened with the Steelers this mm. season. I'd love to be in on this, but I am also out. Oh. I think if T.J. Watt doesn't get hurt last year, I think they're in the playoffs. I think they break dance into the playoffs. I'm going to go with a team that I hope is better, and – they better be better. I'm going to go with the Broncos. we got to mm -hmm. do this here. With due respect to C.J. Stroud and Kenny Pickett, like, we got a quarterback with a Super Bowl ring. we got a head coach with a Super Bowl ring. We've had a year to adjust. We have Peyton's coming in and cracking skulls. Five wins last year? Five? Like, they they got to improve. They don't have any choice. There is, there is no... 
mysterious smiley face 7-10 and 10 season for the Denver Broncos. Like, we, we got to get those wins up. Now, it's not just last year. It's the last half decade. We got stars. We got everybody we brought in. I, I think it's the Broncos. I hope it will be. It better be. And I, I'm getting a sense that it will be. Yeah. I think it's the Broncos. You feel good about how they, at least the delta between last year to this year. I feel the same way about the Raiders this year. Like, I feel mm. like the Raiders, wow, Peter. they add Jimmy Garoppolo. They kind of add some stability. They add in some players on both the offensive and defensive lines. And I maybe I get a little excited about a first round pick after one play, but that Tyree, Tyree. did something Wilson. yesterday that I was like, alright, you got Crosby and Wilson, and then yeah. you've got all these guys, yeah. and Devontae Adams yeah. is still there, and now Josh Jacobs is there, like, yeah. look at the roster, I'm like, gosh, they were in a lot of games last year, and the Raiders couldn't pull it off, we'll see, remember, as we always say on this show, and this is what our show says, only seven can make the playoffs, no, and God. all Peter, get in, I don't so. want to hear it, we just it said Broncos and Raiders, like, one of them is probably not going to work out this year, I don't know which one, Yeah, I don't know, hopefully they both win, and they had the Chargers and Chiefs in their division, yes, I, know. I think I us know. going all out on this is respect to the Steelers, because I think they, you know, they won their last four, yeah, can't bite on it, prove this tough when you go nine and eight, and you win all those games in this season, yeah, um, all right, Going from most improved to... Oof. Well, there's a 32-team league. we got to talk about all the squads. The Cardinals quarterback situation grows murkier and murkier by the day. And with the latest news of Kyler being placed on the PUP list to start the season, we now see that they have released Colt McCoy, who was a starter last year for much of the year and the expected starter for week one. When asked about who they will be starting week one between... Josh Dobbs and rookie Clayton Toon. Here's what Jonathan Gannon had to say, the head coach. Quote, I think we have a plan in place. I'm not going to name a starter because I think it's a competitive advantage for us going to Washington. End quote. Kyler's not available. Colt McCoy's not there. They just traded Isaiah Simmons. They lose J.J. Watt. We can go on and on. (laughs) Here's my statement. The Cardinals should be ranked 32nd in the NFL Power Rankings at NFL.com to start the season. Are we in or are we out, Jason? You play poker and stuff, and they everybody goes just like that. <laughs> the all in. Everything you have on, you just get it in there. Just all in. Car so keys. Take your off and put it yeah. off. All, all in. They should be 30 seconds. If there were 35 teams right now, they'd be 35. If I'm careful. A, if be I'm, careful. They can clip this off when they go 9 and 8 here. That's fine. Dang, he would love point. to be proved wrong. It doesn't matter to me. I love Jonathan Gannon. was with him. It doesn't matter. This, these are the moves they're making. I'm making my moves based accordingly. If I'm a Cardinals fan right now, I'm picking up a new hobby, maybe some pickleball to play Sunday mornings into afternoons, <laughs> depending upon how the game's going. Mm-hmm. And I'm just hoping when I go home, finish my round, I go home, turn the TV on, ah, we got one today, and I'm fired up. But you don't want those expectations to be too high. You don't want to be let down. So you just go, find something else to do during that time. <laughs> and if you're surprised when you get home... It just makes for a really good Sunday leading into Monday. Pleasantly surprised, and you're opting to play pickleball instead of watch your Arizona Cardinals. It's tough. That does kind of ring true to be the 32nd. And I don't want to do that to them, but somebody has to be. And I look I look at how everybody ended, um, how everyone ended last year in 2022. Not even the teams, like to your point, the Texans, not even the teams that finished 3-13 and and they only won their last game as their streak to finish 2022 can I get on board with being less powerful than the Cardinals right now. It's confusing. The PUP thing is a real deal. The fact that he what, can't go back now until week five. Mm-hmm. Um, and the starting Clayton Toon and Josh Jobs, who has been there for a minute, for longer than this cup of coffee has been sitting there. This is remarkable decision-making. Yeah, I'm going to go there. I could not believe the Colt McCoy news. I was like, you guys... <laughs> Come on. Stability. You're, you're going to cut cold? Yeah, I know. Um, I, I, but I am out. I do not think they should be 32nd. I think he put Georgia ahead of them. They put oh, them down. No. I'm, just, I'm just busting chops. Okay. Clayton 
Toon. Now, if you're watching at home, you're like, what the hell are they talking about? Clayton Toon, T-U-N-E, like carry a tune. <laughs> Fifth round rookie out of Houston. Can you imagine if we've been spending all this time talking about Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's another rookie that is going to start. He's going to be one of the 32. He's doing the same job that Mahomes and Rodgers and Allen and Burr. Clayton Toon. And we don't even know. It might be Josh Dobbs, who they traded for 20 minutes ago. Not to be the backup or the three. Like, to be the QB1 for the team. Uh, there's a lot of insinuations online that, like, there's a whole plan in place here, and I would never insinuate that because it goes against what this league stands for. Yeah. But there's a really beautiful quarterback in place for USC. That's mm. a long time away from here. You cut Colt McCoy? He's, it seems to be by far your best chance of winning. So I don't until I understand that rule, I, I can't see anyone else I could put in front of there's them. There's no guarantee that quarterback at USC is coming out of the draft. So Correct. to me, like, to prepare for it and try to do that, I don't think that's the plan. I think the plan is to just clear the decks. But to your point, Colt McCoy, 14 years in the league, had never been cut. I think he was assumed the starter. And then to get that news eight days before, he'll end up somewhere. Don't worry about Colt. He'll be a backup somewhere. This okay. is not a cry. A lot of money. Yeah. He's been fine. But, like, this decision, to me, was a head-scratcher. It, and it was because, now, I think – you may look at it and they may say, we think Toon or Dobbs can go out there and play better than Colt McCoy at this point in his career. Okay. It was just odd because you just possibly keep him in the room. Even if you bring Dobbs or you start Toon, it would be good to have that voice oh, around, a coach, a veteran, there. you know yeah. what I mean? But as far as playing on the field, they might have looked at it and said, all right, we think these guys give us a better chance to win right now than Colt. Jonathan Gannon, first-year coach, Monty Austin Fort, first-year GM, sure. and the youngest offensive coordinator and youngest defensive coordinator in the league. So good luck. Uh-huh. I want to hear this from the Cardinal fans who are going to see this the second pass yeah. through on Good Morning Football. Besides Kyler Murray, who is the best player on your team? Buda Baker. Who is Buda yeah. Baker? Buda Baker is uh, really good. good. Right. I think Buda is better than Kyler. I think, I think, I think he's yeah. the best player. Right. You know, I can't believe we did that topic. That is very unlike you personally. I thought when you hear these, you know, I'm getting memes of I giant tanks coming I'm through the thing. I think it's time to talk about it. Giant tanks are coming through. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. All right, welcome back. Nobody in the world loves football more than this person. Nobody is a better broadcaster than this person. And no one will punch you if you beat him in a video game like this person. <laughs> He's an old friend of mine. Is Ross Tucker. What's up, buddy? What's up? What's How we doing? Up? I'm doing awesome. Thank you guys for having me. That was quite the intro. All accurate. All accurate. Autobiographical as well. <laughs> we got to get to this because when I watch you do the broadcast and you were doing the preseason games for the Eagles, I've known you for 25 years. It's fun to watch you because, like, there's times when it's like broadcaster Ross and he's total professional. <laughs> and I'm like, that is the real Ross. And there is no real Ross that I've ever seen more than during the second preseason Eagles games when you started speaking about the children. Let's roll. Oh, boy. I love that the game is growing internationally. I mean, Scott, think of the kids. There are kids out there that think soccer is the best sport. we got to grow this thing internationally so they know. Well, listen, I just want young people all across the globe to at least know about American football, to at least know it exists. I played soccer till I was 11. It was great. 
Okay, that's the guy. Wasn't that that's great? Ross great. saying, like, can you imagine great, these children thinking soccer is the best sport? It was an amazing take, and that is you authentically. What was the reaction like after you had that take? Well, there was definitely a decent amount of people pushing back, soccer fans. But the thing is, I didn't really say anything bad about soccer. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't knock soccer at all. <laughs> soccer is very popular. It's always going to be. I get it. Here's what I know, okay? Soccer was awesome. I was on the under 10 A team. Oh, no big, wow. Look at you. Wow. Under 10 A team. <laughs> but I turned 11. I went out for football. Uh-huh. I put a helmet and shoulder pads on. Uh-huh. I ran into another kid. I knocked him on his butt. <laughs> and I never thought about soccer again the yeah! rest of my life. <laughs> I mean, I, I just want as many kids, I, I, I'm in all sincerity, as many kids as possible in all these other countries to know about it, to at least try a helmet and shoulder pads on, run into someone else. I played every sport. Yeah. Basketball, baseball, I played them all. They're all great. I, you know, I love basketball. Love it. It's not the same, dude. Mm-hmm. It's not the same mm-hmm. as running into somebody as hard as you can, knock him over. That's the best feeling in the world. It's hilarious every time. <laughs> Even when Kyle would score a touchdown and he would knock somebody over, yep. I'd go like, oh, you just got laid out, bro. It's true. Like, I, I love it. That's the thing I miss more than anything about football. Yeah. I, I miss the physical contact. So I'm glad. Look, uh, Peter knows. We got all kinds of guys in the International Pathway Program. Sure. Right. Okoye, his first yeah, game yeah. ever. Sack. He, a sack. he didn't even know what a sack was. It's growing. It, yeah. it, we're, we're getting It's going to take time, but we're getting there, and we're going to save the children. <laughs> <laughs> what town were you playing on this A-team in, that you just, in soccer when you were? You just dropped them. Yeah, yeah, I was under 8, under 10, and I think one year under 12, why I'm missing A-team. Oh. It's kind of a big deal. It's kind Either of big center deal. midfielder or center fullback. That's a lot yeah. of but that, that's the age where that's the age where if you're like the biggest kid and you can kick it the furthest, yeah, yeah. Sure. you're still on the A team. I, I made I went over to football right when I was going through my chubby stage. Sure, so it was a nice, eight, okay. a nice transition. For all right. yeah. In all seriousness, we love listening to you on the broadcast. And this year, you're going to be doing NFL games. We'll be in the booth together. So, yeah. uh, what are you m- most intrigued by or excited about this upcoming NFL season? Well, I mean, obviously, other than being in the booth with you, which yeah. I think is perfect. By the way, you're going to love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah because first fun. of all, I've known him since he was a senior in college. He's awesome. And I love that we have a DB wide receiver, yeah. and then I'm the O line D line. Like mm-hmm. we have the yeah. best of both worlds, mm-hmm. which will be totally fun. Oh, yes. But I think you know it's not even about like CBS or Big Ten SEC. I'm just excited that more people will get a chance to hear how much I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Kyle knows, like it's, it's 100% authentic, genuine. This is how I've always been. I really am this excited. I really do love football this much. It's why Kyle and I don't do Wall Street or anything all the other people from Princeton do. That's right. We like football. We like talking about it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be with Chris Lewis and then Tiffany uh, Blackburn, Blackburn yeah. on yeah. the sideline with you. That's awesome on CBS. Um, Ross, <laughs> you, you spent a lot of time around the Eagles. We just yeah. saw the preseason clip um, and even the broadcast legend Merrill Reese. Uh, this is awesome. There's Sirianni with Ross upon arrival. We saw the great clip yeah. of Merrill Reese before the game, before preseason, like trying to say uh, words that yeah, are the in the slang. Yeah, yeah, the slang, yep. Um, but let's talk about the football. What are your feelings about the Eagles right now? Let's go. Well, look, they're, they're really good, uh-huh. and they're going to be really good again. The, the thing I tell people, though, is they've been really healthy the last couple of years. Mm. You know, knock on wood, mm-hmm. but that is an issue for sure because you don't know if that will sustain. The other thing is, they lost seven starters. Yeah. I mean, that's rough. And they lost starting D-tackle, both linebackers, both safeties. I think it's hard to argue that they'll be better at linebacker and safety. Mm-hmm. But 
I think they might be good enough in the other areas, the D-line, the corners, to make up for it. Jalen Hurts looked even better mm -hmm. in camp this year. I think Devontae Smith looked better. So they'll be right there again, I think, at the end with San Francisco and Dallas. Mm. Jalen Carter, give me something. What do we got? Yeah, let's go. Is it as beastly as they're saying? Well, that, that's what all the guys are saying. I mean, he, he barely played in the preseason. His first <laughs> like snap, snap. His no, first snap no, for the preseason. He's going against Ben Cleveland. Right-hand club. Go, throws him out of the way. He almost thought it was a screen. Because he got in yeah. that easily. <laughs> He's at a great spot, right? I mean, they have so many Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, so many good leaders yeah. around mm -hmm. him. But then they need him. Mm -hmm. Javon Hargrave left to go mm -hmm. to the Niners. Like, they, they need an interior pass rusher. It really is wild that they were able to get him with the ninth overall pick. Mm -hmm. We know the reasons why. But that will be talked about a lot the next few years if he produces on the field. Mm -hmm. That's Jalen Carter is, is a Ross type of player. I was going like, to say that's where like, you lived, dude. You funny. understand? This guy was an undrafted guy to Washington mm -hmm. as a rookie, and basically helped to make the team because you fought Lavar Arrington in training camp. True story, right? Well, I kind of fought anybody. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when, when, when you're undrafted rookie, in all sincerity, you have to do something to get noticed. Yes, right. And I didn't think I. St my my story, Kyle, is yeah. I've never started a fight in my life. Right. Okay? I, this is what I'm sticking to. <laughs> right. I, I've never started a fight in my life. I finished place. I right. finished oh place, and the stars don't like fight. it. Yeah, I, the stars don't like. And I, I, I'm not mad at them, <laughs> but I don't ever try to start a fight. Right. I finished the play because that's what the coaches notice. I know this multiple times in training camp. I had coaches tell me to calm down. Mm -hmm. If the coach in the NFL tells you to calm down, that's a real good sign. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's a really, they're, they're, at you. they're telling you to calm down, but, but really later in the meeting, they're saying to the other coaches, like, yo, you love this talker? That's incredible. <laughs> I had to tell them to calm down. You know, they, they'd much rather, you know, tell you to back pull back a little bit than have to, no, than have to no get doubt. you going. Well, you played with Parcells, Schottenheimer, Belichick, like the Joe old Gibbs. School. Joe Gibbs. It's awesome. Yeah. They like that stuff. That's a great, so do we. That's a great stance. The the story that we've mentioned many times, and she's pretty popular, but I still think you're the most famous person from your hometown. Who else is from your hometown? Power do ranking. you have a relationship with uh, Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Yep, she is from Why Missing. Mm -hmm. uh, I've met her a couple times, talked with her a couple times. Uh, I'm pretty good friends with her dad. Awesome guy. And the, the pretty friend, good friends with his dad is that's legit. What's Mr. Swift's name? What's his name? What's uh, he like? His name's Scott. Scott Swift. Scott Swift. Yeah, Scott I'm not. Andrea. I'm not. Look, look, look how I'm I'm not that. You guys are making me like. Pepper. I don't want to be like name dropping. When did they move to Nashville? <laughs> Uh, when she was 15, okay. mm. 14 or 15, okay. mm -hmm. yeah. Scott but, Swift and Ross Tucker. All right, just no, but shop. The, NBA the, Jam. The two, the two funny stories, real quick. Go on. On the first concert she did in Reading, she sings this song. I don't know the name of it, but it's like Corey's eyes are like the na na na. na. It's like one of her first songs. Yes, huh? Corey was the oh starting God. quarterback of the oh. Wednesday football team. Oh my God! So after the concert, I saw him. We're at like this little rinky-dink theater in Reading. I said to my, I go, Kara, there's Corey. She's like, Corey, I'm like. Like Corey's eyes. eyes. And I'm like, Corey, come here, come here, dude. He comes over, and I'm like, Corey, oh. man. She's like, oh, yeah, you do have nice eyes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, well, the Stay compliments beautiful. may stop in this segment because we're going to do one more segment, my friend, and we have some pictures from the 90s <laughs> of you and me, and we're going to compare them to NFL storylines. I got some good stuff. Ross, you and I have been friends since 1997. We met in summer of 97, 26 years ago. I have some photographs that I want to share with the group. Yes. And we'll pretend that we're going to relate them to NFL stories. We're mostly just going to laugh at them. All right, so we were roommates, teammates, fraternity brothers at Al. Let's go back to Ooh, campus. Baby. This is around 98, 99. Just bring it up. Go ahead. I'm so excited. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Are you doing a kissy face? I'm good. Are All right, you, is so. Is this a selfie? 
Uh, I don't even know if you took selfies back then. You this is probably with a no. camera. Yeah. There was no selfie. Sweat. This is with a Kodak Fun Saver. I wound it after I took the picture. Ross, oh, that, that is why all the ladies love me, right there. The armpit sweat, the neck sweat. <laughs> the hair is if, flowing. If though. you want the ladies, not the, the neck sweat. Not the beige button down shirt you wore out. <laughs> Are you guys attached with the hair gel? What, Kyle, why would you let me wear that shirt tie combo? Well, here's the thing because I knew that your closer move is in a couple of minutes you're going to take this tie and wrap it around your head. And the, that's always <laughs> that a great look. So let's try to have some semblance of actual conversation here. I, I can almost hear, like, it's it's probably Outcast. It's Blue by Eiffel 65. It's whatever it is, it's popping. Uh, Ross, what NFL team do you think is going to be celebrating the most this year? <laughs> I, I love it. No, I'm going, I'm going a guy that I think we have similar hair, actually. We do. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati oh. Bengals. Oh. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, by the way. My daughters really like Joe Burrow. Is that right? Yeah, they're big yeah, fans of Joe Burrow. Uh, I think it's the Bengals' time. I've been on the sideline for two of their playoff games the last couple of years. The Chiefs' AFC Championship game two years ago and the Bills in the snow. Joe Burrow is the closest thing we've seen to Peyton Manning oh since Peyton gosh. Manning. I mean, the guy processes everything before the ball's even snapped. That's awesome. Burrow right. also wears the sweatband, similar to the tie around the Yes, throat. yes. True. True. Let's get the next one up here. Let's yeah. get I think this is the next morning. Can we get some cap and oh, gown? No. Yeah, we yeah. can. Yeah. That's nice. at the graduation. We, we made it. This is it. Dead I love poet, you, Mom. Dead yeah, Poets Society. This is right. tips on Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on a second. This is graduation, and that's what I went with for my hair? Yeah. What is that? That looks like a hat head or something. It appears okay. so. And Ross, that was like 200 Let pounds me ask, this is what, like April? Uh, probably, no. no like, June. Whatever, yeah. So then you're, were you done with the draft preparation or were you training for the draft? I missed an OTA for this. Really? I had to go he talk to Marty Schottenheimer and say, Coach, uh, my parents paid a lot of money for me to go to college. <laughs> Can I please go to graduation? And he was uh, like, he was like oh, if I if I spent that much money for college, I want to see my kid graduate I too. <laughs> so I missed an OTA to go to graduation, which is like you don't miss OTAs when you're undrafted rookie free agent. I know. Who Isn't you, this wild though? Like to? like a month later, he was in the NFL, and I was in the hot tub with Anissa on Real World. <laughs> <laughs> really going places. I like Anissa. Shout out Anissa. I enjoyed that. Shout out Anissa's an Eagles fan. What do you got, Peter? Ask the yeah. question. I don't, oh, like, I don't uh, care about the question. Which player yeah, do you think pictures. will graduate? Go to the next picture. Season. Yeah, go I know. To the next picture. What player is going to graduate to start him? Quickly. Oh, uh, look at that. I don't even remember who. Okay. I don't remember who going to say. All right. After graduating, uh, this is just, again, Princeton Proud. We're in your... Hey, real quick, okay? Oh. Yeah. Kyle knows this story. What? I forgot my button-down shirt. I was wearing that around campus. I w we looked at each other like we had a presentation, the same place where Einstein and Bill Clinton did, yes. did speeches. Same lecture hall. Kyle's like, uh, um, just keep the hoodie on and put a blazer on. I got more compliments. You look great. People are like, dude, that's so sweet. The hoodie, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... Kind of a big he looked guy. like yeah. it's like it was like you. I'm Jason Mraz now. Like, <laughs> was, he was so uncomfortable the about glow that. Up. The uh, glow up. Ross, quickly give us a duo this year. They think is going to go off. Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey. Look at you. No, dude, I got to represent the lineman. How Please rare do. is it to have two Hall of Fame offensive linemen yeah. still the best of their position mm. on the same team at the same time in the mid 30s? Pretty Bang. good. I like I it. Okay, last, last picture. This is a more recent one. Yeah, get the next. Oh, boo! You go back. This is for a reunion. You go back, right? You guys are big man. Wow. Zoom in a little bit more. Off. <laughs> There's a real selfie. Wouldn't you? That's the selfie. <laughs> so it is the selfie. What's the question? This is about a revenge game. What's it? What's it? Oh, somebody you think? Oh no, no. There is no better game this year in my mind than Niners at the Eagles. Mm. I mean, the Niners have been talking so much after all the injuries to the quarterbacks in the NFC Championship game. Kyle Shanahan's already talking about it. 
I cannot wait for that game. Going to be awesome. How yeah. did we not ask the question, which two people in the NFL have changed less over 20 to 5 yeah. years? You two look the exact same from the first Thank photo. You. I swear. Thank you. I, like, I think it's funny that Ross pointed out that we went a different path. All the other guys were doing Wall Street and everything. Those people, those other guys, like they're watching on their yacht right now. <laughs> we're doing this television <laughs> program. So but hi, hey, guys. We're in a hot tub with Anissa. Love you. Real quick, yep. we've talked with Kyle. There's a kid on Cincinnati Bengals right now. Princeton, he might make the team. Josephosh. He better make the team. I see you giving him some love, Yoshi. Can you get a touchdown in the last game? He's that's Ross Tucker. Ross, follow him on social. He's the greatest announcer in the world. We love him. Love you, bud. Great to see you guys. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.